0: Okay, this week we're going to do another recap on the beginning of the season. The season kicked off. Every team played about three games or so. And now everybody's on international break for the World Cup qualification. But, yeah, so let's start with La Liga. Also, we'll talk about this crazy-ass transfer window as well. But first, let's go to La Liga. So, La Liga, uh, so the top four teams in La Liga, obviously, Real Madrid, uh, Barcelona, Atletico, and Sevilla usually is there. So this this year, the big thing that's going on is that Barcelona lost their talentsman, Lionel Messi, to PSG, and it wasn't just that. <laughs> you know, this transfer window has been so crazy, and for them specifically, it's been extremely crazy because literally they got they got a defense. Uh, what what was his name? God damn it, what was his name? He was there for like three, three, three days or something. He was there for like 28 days or something. He played two games and Tottenham immediately, they're like, yeah, we, we'll, we'll, we'll buy it. We'll, we'll give you 30, 30, 30 mil. Which, What did you think? And, and Barcelona is so desperate, they immediately took it. Even though the president said, there's no way we're going to sell this guy. This guy's going to be here for a minute. You know, This is his dream. His dream has been to play here. He's going to be here for a minute. No, dude, he sold him immediately. And you're thinking like, man, if they were really serious trying to revamp this whole team, you would think they would not sell the defender that they needed. Uh, they just bought. Why would they sell him immediately? Because they're desperate. They're de- Do you know how desperate they are? The last day of a transfer window, Anton Griezmann left. Yeah, and Anton Griezmann also left Barcelona. But guess where he went? <laughs> Guess where he went? Atletico. So he got a loan, two year, two year loan, uh, and an option to buy him for like 40 million after that. But again, this just highlights how much money they need. Like they're 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 losing their shit. This is the new Manchester United, okay? Manchester United just bought Ronaldo, alright? And Barcelona just sold Anton Griezmann. The team basically becomes Depay team now. He went from Messi's team to now DePay team. And Sufati got the number 10. So, you know, that's obviously they have some kind of belief on that kid. They want to invest in him. It's still, Dembele is still there. Pedri is there. Filippo can reinvent himself. Sergio Des is there. And Aguero is there too. I mean, it might take a while for them to get their shit together. But I think I think they'll still finish fourth in the league, okay? Okay, so the other team is Real Madrid. With Real Madrid, it's kind of funny. Because, first, Ethan Hazard... I don't know man. So the Belgium played today and he was great. He's still the Belgian captain, but for some reason he doesn't have the same spark he has for his national team when it comes to the club. It just doesn't click for him. I do not know why. And this season is becoming like last season basically. We're all waiting until he performs, at, you know, the standards that Real Madrid requires. But it seems like if it's not Benzema and lately it's been Vinicius which now the argument is like should Vinicius always starts ahead of Hazard because every time Vinicius comes in, he actually scores goals and he creates more than compared to when Hazard played. The last three games they played, the first one they won clear one because of Benzema, and the second game they tied. The third game, even the second game, they shouldn't have tied. They all, they they were gonna they were actually gonna lose if Vinicius didn't come in. That's the game that Vinicius kind of shine, and then on the third game he actually started and he was fine he created great chances but you know there's still a lot of players who are just like struggling they're just not like bell bell is back but like what bell i think it's over i i hate to say it but i think gave bell is over man yeah they bought that midfielder from ram and i don't know what they see in him i don't see the special spark everybody seeing this kid but He's a midfielder. Caruso is getting old, Modric is getting old, and I'm assuming he's kind of going to be he's, they're trying to make him a replacement for for Modric. So I expect him not to start obviously, but I think, you know, in in time, he's he's slowly going to sub in and trying to get him used to it. I think it's a good investment. The kid is still he's like 18 and, you know, but they still have great players, but Luka Djokov came back and he's just not Dude is just not clicking, man. Homie just needs to just go to back to Frankfurt and just stay there. Like, just that's it. Also, Isco. I do I don't understand Isco at all. Like, he'll have, season after season, he would have maybe, every season, he would have maybe three or four games where he's like, world-class midfielder, okay? And then, right afterward, he just plummets. And then, he just sits on the bench. And then, again, every season, he comes on. He gets his shit together, he's hot for a little bit, and then he just gets cold. He's been doing that every season. Like, the second game of the season, he was phenomenal. And then the third game, he was fine. And then he slowly just dripped off. So if he just keeps consistent, they would be fine. The other team is the previous champ, Atletico. And really, nothing has changed for Atletico. In fact, they got extremely stronger. Because, you know, they got Griezmann back again. You know They also needed somebody like him who can really move the game because uh is it jock felis is just not he's not consistent enough for them jock felis is like in the bench like he doesn't even start anymore they're relying on lamar which he's just not there so griezmann is just like to the cake and then they got de- uh de as well they just got de this year dude champions again no doubt you know nothing more to say champions again the other team is Sevilla and Sevilla has been great you know they're still undefeated they have Rakitic they have they just added more to their arsenal they got Eric Lamello who has been scoring ridiculous goal when they really needed him and they still have Yasini. you know they're good they're good so they're still will be top contenders but I don't know about like top two or something like that they're, they're They'll fight for top three. They they can fight for top three. Let's go to the best league in football right now, okay? And that's obviously only because of, you know, Ronaldo coming in. So the story is kind of funny because first people, this whole transfer since Lionel Messi came to PSG, you know, the the attention was mostly about him. And then right after that, and people are like, what's going on with Ronaldo? And at this time, like, Juve is really trying to revamp themselves. They just bought back their old coach that they fired, okay? And they're trying to go back to the old ways where Dybala was, like, the main guy instead of Ronaldo. The media and, you know, just the Juve affiliation felt like they were just going to not, they were not giving Ronaldo the respect he deserved. And same with the media, too. So he took it to publicly to let people know, stop Stop playing with my name. You're like, don't play with my name. This is Ronaldo. Put some respect on it. And right when he made that statement, the first thing people focus on, the f- he didn't say anything about the fact he wants to like do great stuff with Juve. And that's that's what happens. That's why you just not, you shouldn't say anything. Once you say something, people are going to nitpick whatever you said. And this is one of the times where the journalists got this shit spot on. Two days later, Juve were like, yo, if Ronaldo wants to go, he can go. We don't, You know, it's on him. If someone pays us 25 mil, they can buy him. A day or two later, Ronaldo tells them, yo, I want to get out of here. I'm looking for a new club. Now, about this time, Man City is trying to get Harry Kane. And sports are not having it. In fact, I feel bad for Harry Kane in this whole situation. Because my guy, he says he's been professional. He's like, I was never trying to do anything. But I generally think he was trying to push and exit this window. It just didn't work out for him and sports. Uh, the people, who, the people who run sports, just did not. We're not gonna have the argument. Even Pop Guardiola said, you know, there's no negotiation if the other if the other team doesn't come to the table. Like they didn't even want to come to the table. So that was the end of that. And Man City really needs a striker. They're looking for a striker at this time too. You, what do you know? You know, Ronaldo's like, hey, I'm around. What's up, guys? You guys want me? Man City started thinking about it. They're thinking about like, yeah, maybe this is a good idea. Whatever. And I think everybody heard that and everybody lost their mind. Because Ronaldo is the legend of Manchester United and they're like a town away. You know what I'm saying? They're not cool. They don't like each other. Okay? You can't just go through the rival. It's like if... I guess it kind of wouldn't be like Messi going to Real Madrid because Ronaldo has been away from there like over 10 years. So I don't know how... I think it would be worse if Messi went to Real Madrid. But... And, and kind of like that, but like 1 to 10, scale of 1 to 10, about, I would say about a 7. So people would be really but hurting. And like, Wayne Rooney came out, he's like, there's no way Ronaldo's going to wear a blue shirt. F that. That's not happening. And, you know, two days left went by. You hear Pep Guardiola's like, eh, nah, I don't actually want Ronaldo. We're cool. We're not even going to buy him. Now, Ronaldo's kind of in the limbo. Like, he's stuck being there. And the other the other way he could have went, the fact that like, Kelly Mbappé could have went to, uh, you know, Real Madrid. Real Madrid literally put a bid of $200 million. They bought him for like $180 180. This would have been a profit. But they said no. They held, literally Real Madrid was like, we'll give you until the last day, okay? If you guys don't come to the table, we will just pull our offer off. PSG didn't buck at all, dude. That's when like Real Madrid added more to their to their bid. Even then, they're like, no way. And deep inside, people can say the fact that like maybe this is all part of the plan. Like Real Madrid was just showing to Kelly Mbappe the fact that like they really are interested in them, in him. It's just the fact that his club doesn't want to sell him for whatever the reason might be. We offer them more money than they bought for you and they still wouldn't sell you. And even realizing that we can get you free for next summer. And I think they were just kind of making sure they get him free for next summer. And in their advantage, they saved 200 milli. Like, they can invest it in any other way. And a lot of people thinking, like, where is Real Madrid coming up with this much money in the first place? Remember, La Liga got a huge investment this year. So every club, especially Real Madrid, has at least $2 million to mess around with. But anyway, that didn't go through. And the whole time, I was thinking, like, I hope it doesn't go through. Like, I genuinely want to see the partnership with Lionel Messi... Neymar and Kelly Mbappe like why would I not want to see that and what of an asshole move would have been if he did literally pull this off like what what are you doing dude you're still in your early 20s you can go to this team this next year why won't you not give us as a football fan one year just one year you can learn a lot from this person why not take advantage of it why because Kelly Mbappe's attention whore But anyway, let's go back to Cristiano Ronaldo. And then so after that, you know, people are saying, there's no way Ronaldo can just go to Manchester City. That's just not going to happen. And then Manchester United, somebody I'm sure forced them to... I'm sure somebody told them like, hey, do not let this happen. It's only $35 million. That's nothing. You can afford it. You just bought Sanchez, who is going to be on the bench most of the season, for $90 million. So $25 million for the legendary Ronaldo. You will go all for that. You will go. So they went, and Manchester City were like, okay, cool, take him. So they took him, and now Ronaldo is back in Manchester United. And may I remind you, people were criticizing uh, Manchester United coach. They're like, why is this guy getting three, year de- three more years in his contract? He's trash. Like, I think he said, we're not, it's not about winning trophies, okay? It's about getting, it's about just learning it. Just learning it. And people were pretty upset about that. They're like, what do you mean? This is 100% about trophy." You're the biggest club in football. You are about trophies, my friend. So anyway, now Ronaldo got the number seven. Cavani gave out the number seven. And at this point, you know, Manchester United just became the biggest the big clubs. They're 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 part of the top five now. They're in it. This year the Champion League is gonna be insane. This is great. This literally makes the Premier League the best league in the planet right now, okay? Simply because all the the two best strikers from Italy both came to the Premier League Harry Kane is not having a good year (laughs) both of these guys outscored him last season and they were in a different league than him now they came to his league into his territory into his prized possession of like being the top scorer of the Premier League every season not every season but you know what I mean now he has to compete against Ronaldo Man, it's going to be a quite a show, quite a show. But anyway, so off the getting, every team is kind of going, you know what I mean? In the Premier League, nobody, everybody knows you can't even afford to lose a one game. You lose a game, there's another team who is stacked, okay? People spend money. But do you know who spend more money than everybody else? That's right, Arsenal, dude. Yeah, I said it, Arsenal. Arsenal spends more money than anybody else. And they haven't won <laughs> They haven't won a game. But I obviously you can say they haven't started most of the guys they bought. But man dude, this dude, how is he not fired? I don't understand. He should be fired by now. Limpar forgot fired literally what I think he might have lost like a few games and they immediately fired him. Forget the fact that like he brought all these talented players who just needed time to get, you know, into the groove. They gave him no time. They took him out. And now, you know, Arsenal, for some reason, is not doing the same. And they're known to, like, be very loyal to their coach. Their first game was, again, Brentford, uh, a new promoted team. Gone. They destroyed. Second game against Chelsea. They, Lukaku, Lukaku made their defense look like a bitch. Do you understand? Their defense looked like a bitch. It was crazy. And then they played, uh, you know, the EFL Cup, And they beat like West Brom like six to one, and you're thinking like, okay, maybe they'll they'll give Manchester United you know some kind of trouble. Not at all, (laughs) not at all. That was the most embarrassing game ever. And I assume right after the game, dude should have been fired, but he wasn't fired. He lost five to nothing to Manchester City. Okay, it's over. Like he has to literally get William. I don't know why he got William, but that's that's another day. Anyway, Arsenal struggling. Manchester City is thriving. Liverpool thriving. You know the the front three are getting their stuff together, and they found the this this rotation with you know, Fabinho and uh, Durka. I, I can't pronounce the name, but you know the Portugal guy. They found they found, you know, they replaced them, and you got you know, Mani Sane and uh, Mohamed Salah. T- solid, solid front, solid midfield, solid back. I expect them to be competing. But this year is just like, I expect everybody, everybody except Arsenal to be competing, okay? When I say everybody, I mean like Manchester United, Chelsea, the the big six, basically. Also, Tottenham, you know, Tottenham is there. They're still doing good, but still, it's neck-to-neck. It's anybody's game. I can't really tell you even, like, who's going to be one or two. Well, I'm thinking Liverpool and Manchester United. But anyway, so let's move on to Italy. And Italy, you know, we were getting a little smacked to Inter Milan for like selling all their players, and you know, kind of just it felt like they were didn't want to compete anymore. But wrong, you know, they're they're at the top of the... they're the best team still. Like they still have hella people. They got more people. Do you understand? They they got more people. They didn't lose. They 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 sold they sold like big stars, and they got like medium stars. You know, nothing, not not nobody too crazy. But good enough to where, you know, they they know what's up. And another team hired Joseph Murillo again. Dude, this guy gets hired so easily. I guess his goal is to coach every fucking league. But anyway, Roma hired him. And Roma's looking great. They bought Tommy Abram. And he's been phenomenal for them. You know, he the first game he played, he assisted two goals. You know, and then on the second game he played, he scored. Or second or third game. He scored. So he's having a blast right now. And they got Ashiwari back. And it seems like they're rebuilding again. Hopefully, Jose Mourinho can help. But he didn't help anywhere he went, you know. But I feel like he was at the low when he went to those clubs. And each of those clubs right now, they're pretty much... They're getting better, I would say. Manchester United. Okay, I'm not going to give him that much credit. Anyway, so Roma's doing great. you know. They got their shit together. Hopefully, they have better campaign this year than last year. Atalanta, still the same shit from last season. They're starting off... So, we'll see how that runs out as well. Napoli's doing the same shit. AC Milan. So, AC Milan, you know, everybody's kind of like, kind of over and looking at them. But, dude, they're looking solid. You know, Zata's not even back yet. And they got Giroud this year. Great for them, you know. So, I mean, they're still, they still still pretty solid to me. So, I would assume they would still finish top three. And Zata can finally play in the champion league again. Can you imagine? Dude is like 37 or eight. He's old as shit, and now he's about to go back to play in the Champions League. This this is a legend. Over to friends, PSG has been solid. Obviously, that's the ultimate team this year. And they're looking great. I mean, what 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 can you what more can you really say? You get what I'm saying? What more can you really say? P- what is it? Kelly Mbappe has just been phenomenal. Like the last game that Lionel Messi debuted, he had two goals immediately. His speed is just unmatched. The dude's speed is just quite unmatched. And, you know, I, I was kind of sad because they took Neymar out for that game to replace Messi. And I, w- I was afraid that was the reason that they're like, this might be the last time Kelly Mbappe will play with, you know, Lionel Messi kind of kind of thing. But ho- I'm glad that didn't happen. We get to see the trio this, this season, and I'm pretty excited about that. When you got Lionel Messi, Kelly Mbappe, and Neymar in the top, and you got Dalmaruno as a goalkeeper you know you're doing something right already, okay? And then when you add Sergio Ramos' experience behind your back, dude, you know, and then you got Hakim. That's what I'm saying. The names that can go on, too many talented players in there. This is the year to win the Champion League. I really don't see... I, in fact, I expect them to go undefeated in the French League. If they lose a game, we'll have a problem. That's, that's, that's all I'm going to say about PSG. Lee is still good, but, you know they're still struggling, you know, they they tied and lost. They only won one game so far. But honestly, in the French League still after PSG is still very hard to tell who are like the top 4, you know. So I think we still need more time to decide. But other than that, yeah, we're done with the French League. Lastly, we're going to do the Bundesliga and you know, in the Bundesliga, it's just like the French League, you know exactly who's winning the league, honestly, most like 90% of the time. Nine, in fact, 99% if you out of ten season, eight of those season this team will win. In France it would be PSG. In the Bundesliga, it would be Bayern. Bayern just wins. And the next team out of, uh, to that is Bruce Dormans, but really the last game they played, they got slapped. They got they got really slapped. So they're not even really that much close. So like last season, Bayern kind of like stumble. They literally stumbled to the champion. It didn't matter. They can lose. They can lose three games, four, whatever, whatever. They'll find a way to come back and they'll win. And mostly the main reason that happens is because they literally buy all the other players from the league. Like all the best players from the league. They just bring them to them. Think about it. Lewandowski, how did he get there? He was a dormant for a very long time. Came up there. I mean, the only person that's not left dormant is, you know, Marco Ruiz. Like because he's a legend in the club. And that's kind of something people love about him. It's the fact that he hasn't sold his soul, as they would say. But yet, you know, Bayern is just a German machine. Like, they're doing the same thing they did last season. They got their coach retire, but doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't even that much matter who's their coach is. They will win the league. Maybe the the coach matter in the Champions League, but it doesn't matter in the league. They will just win. They buy their rival's best player, and that's it. They essentially has a monopoly on Bundesliga, but enough about that. Either way, they're an amazing team. Okay, you still got Thomas Muller there. You got you got this new kid Jamil Museli. I think that's his name. Amazing dude. Sergio Naber is still there, and they just got Marcelo Sabita for mid- their midfield from uh, Leipzig. That's like Leipzig, one of Leipzig's best midfielder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that's enough. That's all I can say. So obviously Bayern is doing fine. They're killing them. You know and La Mendoza is going to be the bit top scorer in the Bundesliga. We'll just see how they do in the Champions League. But they're still looking pretty clean, man. I, I was worried they might have lost some edge or whatever, but they got sunny as well. I can go on. They have too many people. I am afraid what they're going to do to Barcelona. A Barcelona who's just so weak, so, so weak. And when they were strong, they beat them 8-2. to two. I can't. This is gonna be very sad. Okay, so let's go to Leipzig. Leipzig had to like a little bit revamp themselves. You know what I mean? They lost their coach, and they lost some of their players, but it's still, they got they got. If you just gotta get that main guy to stay, if you if you get that main guy to stay, you can just build on him, and that's what they did. You know, they got their main guy. their 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 captain is still around, and they added what's his name, Andrew Silver, who was is that second. Or third top scorer in the Bundesliga. And, you know, he's amazing. And they just got, you know, Barcelona midfield. Uh, what's his name? Alexis? Is that, is that you said? Alexis Morbi? But the Barcelona midfield dude. He's here, you know. And I'm just excited. I'm excited for them. And I like the fact that they still kind of didn't just, you know, turn into like some Arsenal shit. You know, they're still kind of like, yeah, we're still around. You, We might be selling people. But we're still around, like, you know, Dorman. Speaking of Dorman, let's go to Dorman, okay? So, obviously, the big boy in Dorman is Holland. Holland, n- enough said. He, dude's great. But he just... <laughs> this is, has to be his last season. I, I don't know if he's thinking about, like, making this a thing. Or I don't know if they're going to try to get him to go to, you know... to P- uh, I don't know if Bayern's going to convince him to replace... Lewandowski, and I don't know if Lewandowski is going to go out, you know, go out, find a new challenge in another league or something like that. But, homie needs to leave this team, man. The two is just too talented and Dorman is just not a team who's going to win the league. Obviously, they're not going to win the league. And I think he, deep down, he knows it. But, yeah, so there. Dorman is doing what Dorman does. They win some games, they lose some games, they have amazing games, they have shitty games. Yeah, it's just it's just like, A kids who are very talent, bunch of kids who are very talented, who are preparing themselves for their next journey. I would say, and sometimes some of them stay very long, and sometimes they don't stay very long. Holland's still scoring. It's fun to hopefully him and Lewandowski to see who can score more goals. But we already know who's can score more goals. But yeah, that'll be it for this week. I'm out.